Hello, hello, hello. My name is Edith Ivy Rosenblatt. I am the writer-producer of Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast. And tonight's episode, we are doing three questions from the thread or subreddit, Am I the Asshole? It's absolutely one of my favorite things to do. I research questions for the cast and we sit as a unit and we answer these questions. It's super fun. One of the hosts this evening is, of course, Mel the Podcaster. Love Mel the Podcaster. She has her own podcast, Past Level 50, Apple, Google, and Spotify, if you want to check that podcast out. The other host for this evening is Astro Poet or Venus in the Mines. She's a professor and a poet. Again, please look her up on TikTok. You will not be disappointed. Thank you again for being the best thing about NOMT or Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast. We love our listeners. Peace out and word to your mom. Hello. Hello, Miss Krista. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. I am just wanting to touch base with you again and see if Miss Prissa can't. Are you chewing or what are you doing? I I got, you know, I got Starbucks. I love Starbucks. I love egg bites. And oh. I get them extra crispy with sriracha. They're fantastic with the bacon and egg and cheese. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. That sounds delicious. It is. Um, it's so good. Are you in the car? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know. I'm I'm glad we were able to set this appointment for today because I'm so eager to talk to you about um, everything that's going on in your life and to catch up with your personal life. Oh, my boyfriend. You want to hear all about my boyfriend? Oh, my gosh. He's uh, so okay. hot. Keep it uh, PG. And... Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> hey, was that in the directions you sent me? Yes, I sent you. Did you get our latest newsletter on podcasting uh, etiquette? I can look right now on my phone. Oh, my God. I sent, <laughs> Ms. Prissa, I sent you that email two weeks ago. You were supposed to have read that, this, you know, it's, um, I think the title of it is Gentle Reminders for Podcasting Episodes. Gentle Reminders. Could you explain what a gentle reminder is versus a regular reminder? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a gentle reminder is just something gently stating something because you already know. You, I mean, we, of course, we all have common sense. But these are like gentle reminders to remind you of things that you may already know about podcasting, about, you know, finding an, uh, a quiet spot where we can record, where maybe you're not eating, uh, chomping ice, or maybe running <laughs> water or cooking. That is me, isn't it? 
Oh my gosh, girl! It's always you doing. (laughs) I couldn't help it. Last time I had worked out for two hours, I rode my bike, and then I had to go pee. I know. So I know these things do happen. They do. I get it. I so get it. And so focus on the topic at hand. Don't interrupt people. It's rude, right? It's rude. (laughs) Um, no chewing gum no eating crunchy snacks no vaping no (laughs) vacuuming no crunching foil no eating starbucks no slurping no burping no farting no flapping Mm, am i close no and the, the, the no, number seven is no whispering because we can hear whispering. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about if I have to hem and haw? What if I go, ooh, um, ooh, um. Well, but, you know, those are, those are, are um, authentic. I mean, if there are reactions to something that we may be talking about, you have to, you know, ah, uh, ooh, whatever sound effects you need. That's totally cool because, you know, sometimes you may disagree with what I'm saying or, you know, or something may be shocking. I get it. So those are those are audible uh, effects that we have. And that's totally cool. It's just, you know, a vacuum and maybe cooking breakfast and you know <laughs> things like that. Uh, so so much. eat before the show. Right. And 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 it doesn't always sound best if you're in the car. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I am in the car right now, but, but I'm on my way it. to the next greatest thing, and that's Christmas shopping. Yay! Uh, do you have your list ready? Did you add me to the list too? I did <laughs> add you. Actually, I added you to the Mac list ah. mac <laughs> mac makeup in my mind you're a diva oh my gosh you gotta yes, wear the just... the diva makeup for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well i think that we we would have a really good episode now and if you're ready to continue um i think we can get on to our topic okay let's do it Okay, so <laughs> do you want to talk about uh, the situation at hand right now at work? Because I am a starlet, you know. Those auditions are a big bitch, aren't they? Train wreck, let me oh. tell you. And then all the hot, young, <laughs> vibrant, you know, I'm, I'm 40, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, all of the young women have plastic surgery and liposuction and BBLs and they have lip injections and That's cadaver hard to teeth. With all that plastic, isn't it? It is hard. Yeah, that uh, seems like that's what Hollywood likes. They it's exhausting. Looking for parts and then and and trying and struggling Mm -hmm. because you're a starlet, but you're middle aged. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 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 
sometimes they it's like they as in hollywood want to change you from a starlet to maybe a black hole in their exactly they They want to end your career that's how i feel yeah it's all over and it doesn't matter who you're dating because they're looking at you not who you're dating yeah whoever you're dating isn't doing the job that they want you to want to do and if you're over a certain age and you're cast into a part then all the critics the critics they expect you yeah, they expect you to do everything. But I thought, I had heard that in Hollywood, it was who you know, who you've, you know, maybe worked worked with before, things like that. But it's, you know. Oh, getting a hand up, you mean? Uh, we can call it that, yeah. Yeah, and I've actually been working on my connections, and I've got a lot of good connections. But it's keeping the connections. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone is so shallow that, you know, we're here trying to maintain uh, friendships. And, you know, once you're out of sight, you're out of mind. It's the truth. It is so yeah. hard on aging women yeah. in America right now. Yeah. We are, we're out there. We're not invisible. We are not silent. And they can't handle it. And they can't handle the strength you, you, you acquire after all those interviews and after all the work that you've done, you've acquired a strength yeah. and it's not, it's not appreciated by everybody. No. And then if they don't appreciate you, if they don't like you, then you're blacklisted and then you can't ever work. Work again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And right now I'm living in Florida and oh. there is a huge, like there, Disney is, um, Disney, Nickelodeon. Um, there are a lot of product, product, production. I can't even speak production <laughs> teams down here looking for talent. Mm-hmm. And then you go, let's say you go to Disney and you go to their HR department and you look into um, getting on the Disney channel or something like that. It, you may be in Orlando for weeks. You may have to rent a hotel, stay in Orlando mm-hmm. for weeks. And then what I've heard at Disney is people are disappearing. They about that little girl who disappeared from the restroom. It was like a trap door in the floor. Right. That's scary too. Oh girl. This world we live in. It mm-hmm. is a lot. A lot. Well, you know what, Miss Pris? This was amazing. I really enjoyed this talk. I am so grateful for you. I am so grateful that you had a little um opportunity to share your world with us from you know, I know you're in your car. I do appreciate your time. You going from one audition to the next. You are amazing. You keep it up. Keep up the fight, Miss Chris, because you are all that. All Thank that. you, goddess. Yeah, righty, girl. I so, keep telling myself that, too. You And you know what? All our listeners out there, I know they appreciate you. And they appreciate the gentle reminders that we are awesome. We are loud and we are visible. So that's right. Keep We're it up. We're proud, honey. Yes, girl. 
Okay, Miss Chris, you go eat your snack now. I will. Thank you, <laughs> goddess. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Hello. 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 How are you, darling? Oh my goodness. I'm so fabulous this late November evening. Isn't that I love how poetic you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Hey, tell us, tell me about it. What's going on there? You know, outside of my window, um, there are thousands of luminaries that are being lit oh, up for my campus's um, holiday celebration that starts around six o'clock. So there are thousands of these little um, lanterns that they're lighting out there. And it looks really cool. Oh, that is beautiful. The cats are freaked out from all of the activity out there, but it should be neat. Uh, yeah, so I'm living on campus now, so that's what yeah. do you tell? Oh, Mel's here. Hello, Mel. hi, Mel. Hi, you know, astro poet. Don't yes, you? I couldn't wait to record with you again. Yeah, Ooh. me too. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Yay. So tell us about living on campus. It, it's not bad. Um, it's actually, um, I get to really experience um, what it's like to be a college student again. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I love it somewhat. Um, not the full way as we did back in the days, but right. it's, not, it's not bad. It's, it's kind of cool because it keeps me in touch with what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And I, right. like, I like that, you know, I, I kind of understand like, all oh, right, this is what's been happening. This was what's going on. This is what they're experiencing. So it allows me, I think, to become a, um, a little more um, empathetic about their their experiences. So that's been mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I love that. That makes you like a, a unicorn, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yes. With sparkle poop and everything. everything. I, yeah, everything. Don't forget the glitter, honey. Yes. <laughs> I see you skipping through campus, throwing glitter. Yep. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. So, Mel, what's going on with you? I just got back from Arizona. I went to visit my daughters. We drove. Um, it's cool because we drove from Houston to San Antonio, visited with family, and then did the drive straight from San Antonio to uh, Scottsdale. And then on the way back, the same thing. But we had such a good time. My husband drove the entire way. The dogs did all right. Um <laughs> And we just visited, visited my daughter and her fiance, and they they cooked and baked and did everything for us for the holiday. Wow. Is, yeah, right? That's nice. That's really nice. <laughs> yes. How is that compared to last year? Thanksgiving. Oh, well, you know, the oven worked. Uh, <laughs> the barbecue pit, we used it. The uh, We did use it that day also. And that worked. They had the the right tank for the barbecue pit. Everything was working. Everything worked out fine. The only thing, it was funny. We sat down to eat and she was, she went on and on and on about these cranberries. (laughs) And Uh then dinner time came and we had finished eating and we forgot to eat the cranberries. But that's nothing compared to what happened last year. Right. Last year, nothing worked. And I'm surprised y'all didn't have a meltdown. And we didn't. We didn't. It was 8.30. We had dinner and we were fine. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Life is good. What about you, Astro? What did you do for Thanksgiving? You know, my daughter wanted me to make food because she's been, she started college and um, she wanted me to make some home cooking food. So I made food for three and it was, Uh it was a very small and intimate and it was nice yeah yeah it was good there's a lot of leftovers and there's no way we can even eat all of them freeze them (laughs) right i i need to you're right i should have done that dang it yeah that's what we did we froze we froze everything because i can't do thanksgiving for two straight weeks oh gosh (laughs) i don't have it in me I don't care how broke I am. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, we didn't have um, leftovers because we left the next day. So, I mean, we had leftovers, but it was a little bit of stuff. But we didn't eat the leftovers, the the, the, the sandwiches and all that stuff. So, it was like, mm, we kind of missed that. So, I don't Frying know. Frying the stuffing. Have yeah. you ever fried the stuffing? We didn't even have dressing. What? That was a one one thing that did not make it this year. We were like, mm, we're not going to do that. Mm. And we were fine without it. Mm-hmm. So question, y'all. Uh, tell me. Question, y'all. <laughs> so did, um, Astro Poet, did you get a chance to check out the Reddit thread, Am I the Asshole? I... I did a little bit, but I'm talking about some <laughs> light reading. It looks like it's a whole bunch of people like asking, like, am, am I in the wrong for doing this particular situation? And then people tell them what they think. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. That's and I picked it. out two good ones today. Oh, we okay. just have a, a hoot. So Mel and I will talk and, the perspectives are so different. That's what's so cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we're still friends. So yes. Really? <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> we all lived through it. Yes. So are you ready? Are you ready to get started? I, I, I hope so. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared, girl. All right. Okay. I can't wait to hear which ones you picked out. Oh, they're good. <laughs> At least I think they're good. Yes, of course, of course. (laughs) Okay, so am I the asshole for not telling a coworker I'm married? I, 27-year-old female, attended my work festive party, black tie on Saturday evening with my husband, and he's a 30-year-old male. The office has been excited for the last couple of weeks about it and has been the first festive event the company has held in over 10 years. There's been lots of talk about outfits and how much fun it will be, etc. We have lots of hybrid and WFH staff. I don't know what that means. That means people who work from home Mm. and I think. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah. Educated. Mm Mm-hmm. So getting all together is something we were all looking forward to. My office is split into several departments. We have two floors in our office building. I don't know anyone with my own department, and I work hybrid. I recognize people from the canteen and the locker room, but I don't know their names. There is a guy on the floor who has a locker near mine, and we have chatted a few times. 
but only small talk. I never got the vibe that he was trying to flirt with me. Friday, I saw him and we had a short conversation about the party. He told me that he was going to be wearing and showed me a photo of the new waistcoat he bought, then told me that he had bought a top hat to wear because he's always wanted one but hadn't had a reason before. Mm. I told him his waistcoat looked nice. Sorry for rambling. I just want to include all the details. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) At the party, we were seated within our own department to start, and then we're free to move about after the welcome speech. As it happens, I didn't see Top Hat Guy until I was leaving. I left about 30 minutes before the official end. We made eye contact, so I smiled and nodded, but he didn't respond. I thought maybe he didn't want to see me after and thought nothing of it. Today in the office, Top Hat Guy spoke to me and told me it was rude to mislead him into thinking I was interested in him. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Right? And should have told him I was in a relationship because I've embarrassed him and strung him along. Oh, my God. He sounded really upset and borderline angry. I said I didn't do anything to mislead him, but apologized for any miscommunication on my part. Had I known he was interested, I would have told him straight away I was married. I don't want to start gossip in the office, and my husband will take my side automatically. I didn't think I was in the wrong, but he made me feel like I was. And it says TLDR. A work acquaintance thought I was single, so was going to make a move on me at work festive party. He learned I was in a relationship and told me I was rude for stringing him along and hiding the truth. Oh, I guess that's the the um, the long... Uh, or the short version. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the idea behind "Am I the asshole?" is to give a perspective. I have mm-hmm. a question. Is, oh, wait, sorry. before we before she starts, that the one who wrote it was a woman, and that the one that's offended is a man. Double check. Correct. Right. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Uh, so do you want me to go first on this? I yes, do. Want you to go first. <laughs> yes. I have been in this situation so many times. Oh, I wow. Mean, well, I mean, maybe not just being married or, or that I was in a serious relationship. I, yes, I have been. Yes, guys, they really do think there's something going on in their own head. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'll tell you. Um so I've experienced this a lot. It, it's quite a lot. And to be honest with you, it's not really my, um, I mean, I don't have to reveal everything about me to people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, I, sometimes I feel in a safe place where I can reveal stuff and sometimes I don't. So, you know, the fact that she didn't reveal that she was married, I, I I just think that, you know, that's just not always the first thing that comes out of my mouth when I meet someone, mm-hmm. you know, male or female, you know, I mean, I'm like, I, hi, I'm married, you know, yeah. or, hi, I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, I, 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 I've been in conversations with, with men that sound just like this guy. Yeah. And, you know, if there's an organic way of me talking about, you know, my partner, then it will reveal itself. But, mm-hmm. you know, 
I don't feel like that's this, this woman is being, um, you know, trying to be shady or hide anything. Right. Um, yeah. There's a lot going on in this guy's head. I, mm-hmm. I, I, she's definitely not the asshole here. <laughs> she's definitely yeah, not. She's I think not. It's she's not. Right. Yeah. She's not. It's simple right now yeah. that we're older. It's just a, yeah, it's as simple as that. And it's, they are at work. It's not a dating Mm-hmm. environment it's a it, they are at work everyone knows don't shit where you work you know absolutely <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i had to learn that the hard way yeah oh gosh oh what? no oh. <laughs> yeah i'll go second mel saved the best for last oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> so for me i've done this plenty of times where i i felt obligated after i've hurt somebody's feelings i, I made this uh, it's called toxic positivity i yes. felt as though i had to go out with them even though i didn't want to so they feel better and that in and of itself that my mother taught me that shit she was a narcissist and I had to people please her constantly constantly Mm -hmm. so in my relationships I would do the same thing and I Mm -hmm. did that at bars I did it at school I did it in nursing school I did it I did it everywhere. And I, I, me too. You're not alone. Yeah. You feel so bad for them because they're in such agonizing pain. I've, I've had men cry. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Cry. Because they are misunderstood or that they, um, I don't understand. Why are they, why are Because I hurt them so deeply oh because gosh. I didn't want to go out with mm-hmm. them. And they just kept, fi- mm-hmm. all these women just kept all the time, women didn't want to go out with them. And instead of that person, I mean, and instead of asking themselves the questions, which I had to do for myself, instead of saying, like, why is this happening to me? I'm such a nice human. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out why why I'm the common denominator for all these women mm-hmm. to reject. Um, to make up the story like, yes, I'm going to hit on you. And yes, you should be there for it. And all she ever did was probably say hi and maybe handed him a fun size Snicker candy bar. Come on. <laughs> right. that's, even if someone gives you that, it's like, thanks and walk off. He made it into a relationship. All in his head. All in his head, yes. It reminds me of the newest Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and in this movie, he literally, you see him having a relationship with a woman that lives in his building. Yes. And he goes over to her house and everything. And then you find out it's all in his head. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, that's bad. He's yes. never talked to her. He's never asked for consent, anything. Didn't he kill her? I think so, yeah. I think so. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 yeah because if, if pathological type folks don't get the response that they believe in their mind that they deserve, they will kill. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. 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 Or rape or, or something worse. I'll cut yeah. that out. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't mean, want to trigger anybody that much. No, but it, we need. To, 
and we fear for our safety already and that's with strangers and this this in the workplace that's toxic in the workplace and you're supposed to feel safe where you work and then uh to see this person every day that you have to well no not every day because she's hybrid so when Mm -hmm. to fear the days that she has to go in or maybe be in a meeting with him um you know on whatever that that they're using to to communicate that's scary because like as a teacher yes we were all women but you know sometimes there was a little stress or a little tension between co-workers mm-hmm. and just that just that uh little uh, you know like oh my gosh she said this about me and and that already feels a little not toxic but it feels like it's it's strained and that's mm-hmm. women to women and and you already feel it in your stomach you get a little headache like oh my gosh here she is she's the one that did this this and this but to have this person who who has developed this with himself and will probably start talking about you to other people that's yes bad. Mm-hmm. yes I, uh, that that woman is now in a position where this this man could undermine her yeah and yeah so many ways that she may not even know or realize mm-hmm. so yeah. i yeah. think the advice from practical culture was pretty good yeah yes. that is good good advice because there are also there was was it that girl at cbs it was a young worker at a cbs and it was her manager who had developed this relationship um in his head about her and she was like 17 and mm-hmm. he he did he, he, her, he did he? kill her yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, because she would not go out with him. Yeah. But I think I think, you know, this is a good place to be in talking about this kind of subject and making our listeners aware and just giving them perspective and the questions are are pretty great. I I have another one if you're ready. Yes. Yeah, yeah let's ready? go. Yes, yes. yes. So this one this one is close to my heart because I'm a nurse and I'm a pediatric nurse Mm -hmm. and I see parents take out their own personal damage on their kids. Hmm. Oh my. He's a man. So yes. No. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um, sometimes you, we just drove, you get down, stretch your leg, go to the bathroom and do what you have to do. Even if you don't have, and then buy your drink and your snacks and then go back. Don't you have to be taught that, though? Doesn't that have to be something that's a habit created Mm -hmm. by somebody that's guiding you? She's 13. Was this their first trip? Um, It doesn't say Mm -hmm. about, I don't know (laughs) that that information. Yeah, well, they've taken, I'm sure they've taken other trips. And maybe next time he needs to say, okay. The next rest stop is an 87.2 miles. <laughs> you might want to take a break now. Right. So, yeah, that would be helpful. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, he's an asshole for not teaching her that. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> Astro poet? Oh, goodness. This I have so many emotions with this. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I. I travel a lot. I do travel a lot with my, my daughter and, you know, we, she has actually stayed in the car many times playing, you know, uh, Genshin, some kind of game on her phone, you know, but 
I, you know, oh gosh, this is such a hard one. I mean, I, it, what I keep remembering is like way long time ago, my, you know, I grew up with, you know, my dad, we would take long trips from Pennsylvania up to Northern Michigan. And my dad did not like to stop at all. He would roll in on fumes into the gas station because he wanted as few stops as possible. Yeah. You know, he was one yeah. of those. So, you know, and I remember one time, you know, that I needed to use the bathroom and my dad, just, he would just blaze past breath stops. Yeah. You know, so it was, <laughs> it, you know, and then when I, you know, and as a kid, I was probably reading or something and I'm finally like, dad, I need to go. And he's like, we just passed one. Why didn't you tell anyone? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That was like really, <laughs> that was heartbreaking. And fortunately I made it. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I made it to the next stop. Um, you know, I, it sounds like this this father uh, did did announce, "Hey, we're stopped. We got you know this is the time yes. you know you know to do this kind of thing." Um, I think that what's happened is that this kid has just gotten so engrossed and is completely unaware of their own body. Right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just so in this fantasy world, and you know, is just you know, in a trance. And then when she gets out of the trance, it's like, oh, shoot, I, you know, I, I'm aware of it. And that is annoying to parents um, mm-hmm. a lot of times. So I actually think they're both maybe a little bit asshole-ish, yeah. a little bit. Like they both are, they, they both are, but you know, for, yeah. So, yeah. you know, the kid is being, is being a typical kid getting in you know, so engrossed in this game. In their head, right? In their mm-hmm. head and, and, and everything. But at 13, though, whew, you know, that there's got to be, uh, there's got to be a little bit more maturity there, right. I, I would think. And the same thing with the dad. I mean, is the, is the dad and the mom, why have they not noticed that this is kind of like the, the, the mental state of their kid? Like, hey, yes. finger snap. <laughs> hey, no, really. You got, you know, this is our you last gotta time. go now, right? right. So, you know, I think it's, I think there's a little bit to blame on, 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 on both, yeah. um, and they should be, and you know, but once it's happened, I think that they'll learn as parents. They'll learn, yeah, yeah, but and but also then not to shame, you yeah. know, and not to shame on that. I mean, I've I've been in this. This is weird. I know this is so weird. I was in. You know, my my mom and my stepfather, they're in their um, late 60s. We actually were in a situation driving from driving to Disney World from like our hotel offsite. And, you know, I mean, and because, you know, my stepfather's an older guy, mm-hmm. he, you know, and with medical issues, there's, you know, things that popped up. And guess what? He yeah. ended up, he, he could, we couldn't get to a bathroom in time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that happens that, that, that's, that's life. He couldn't control it. Um, you know, so I think there needs to be a little bit of, uh, yeah. of grace as well Compa- and, and, traveling, not, and yeah. compassion and, and, you know, and not shaming the, you know, this the young child. girl, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, yeah. because if they do shame her with that, oh my gosh, that could like really impact her in the future she'll like she'll that. become bladder and she sounds neurodivergent Shot. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and she is and and that's what a lot of people don't understand is that she's in her head with this game yeah mm-hmm. she's all about 
conquering this game and she's a child so neuropathically she doesn't know how to organize her thoughts and be responsible for herself Mm -hmm. she's 13 she's only been alive for 13 years look how (laughs) old we are we had to learn as much as we did right and i i was i became bladder obsessed Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah because (laughs) because i was riding on a bus with a bunch of students Mm. and i was on dilantin and one of the side effects is bladder right you have to pee all the time Mm -hmm. and i had seizures and stuff so i had to be on the medicine and i was on the bus and my bladder was full or it felt full Mm -hmm. and i i said hey i i gotta we were on the interstate i said i gotta go to the bathroom and it it would come on me like Mm -hmm. all of the sudden yeah (laughs) so he said give me about 10 minutes Mm -mm. Ah. Yeah, he's like, I need 10 minutes. I was like, I, I got to pee now. Now. And he was like, no, you can wait. No. I'm telling you, I can't wait. And he thought I was being a dick. Mm-hmm. A little kid. I was I was probably 15 <laughs> years old. Yeah. A little kid. He's, he's like, no, no, you can wait. You can wait. I peed on myself. Mm-hmm. I was wearing shorts. I peed on my shoes. I peed all over the seat. And my pee... Ran all the way down to the front of the bus. Oh, my oh God. gosh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. There you go. And he wrote me up and he told my mother. And oh. when I got home, I got my butt beat. Oh you my were in gosh. trouble. But that was that? his. Fault. I was in trouble. Oh, my goodness. Because my fault. mom came from 1943. Mm-hmm. Right. And I should be able to hold it. Nope. <laughs> No, oh, goodness. yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't believe that your mom did the right thing there, but oh no, yeah, no. no. What are you gonna do though? Yeah, You're fifteen. You can't tell people, hey, have a little <laughs> compassion over here. Well, I was told to have some compassion when uh, I taught kindergarten, and the kids would be so engrossed in everything that they were doing. Mm-hmm. And then they would just run up to me in their little, the, the, the little mm-hmm. dance, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, don't run up to me. And I told them, I'm like, if you need to go to the restroom, just go. Don't ask me. Just run. You're not going to be in trouble. <laughs> and so um, we, and there were less accidents with that, but I, there were two little girls and I knew they would, they were like almost every day peeing because they were just they wanted to finish their work or their I'm like Mm-mm. the room was carpet. Come on. I couldn't put down <laughs> pee pads for them. So every few hours I'm like, come on, girl. You, you have to center. remind them. Yes. Go yeah. to the restroom. I don't have to go. Yes, you do go. <laughs> <laughs> and they told me, uh-huh, you, you need to be more compassionate. And I'm like, have you smelled my room? Have you seen my carpet? Uh, how's that for compassion? No, she needs to go when I tell her to go. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my that goodness. is awesome. Are we ready for another? Um... Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh goodness. These are hard. 
<laughs> are they hard well they yeah yeah they're but they're but they're but it's good it's getting me thinking for sure yeah. it does yeah. doesn't it so the tight end says should they why should they know at 13 are all 13 year olds the same some mm-hmm. 13 year olds have better homes and some do not some have better education and some do not Some don't have enough money for food and others do not. Circumstances dictate the intellect of a child's emotional intelligence. Oh. Yeah. So I guess that's the short way of saying your child isn't going to have much emotional intelligence at 13 years (laughs) old. But we, you know, yes, we like what you said, Astro Poet, we have to teach them and, you know, at four at 13 mm-hmm. go to the restroom yeah and for me it was don't pee on my carpet you know, in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. and and this dad how important was his car because you know nobody wants to clean that up so yeah no. if there's a rest area stop and maybe next time tell your daughter uh we're not stopping you know you need to go now it's all about creating habits yes you've got Mm -hmm. sometimes with the neurodivergent child you really really have to have the compassion because it takes a long time to get through yeah so here's another one okay uh you are the asshole I am a. <laughs> I, I didn't am, write that. Uh, I did. I wrote this. <laughs> you are the asshole. I am a pediatric nurse for 16 plus years. Children are my specialty, behavioral health and pediatrics. I also am a pediatric trach and vent nurse, pediatric hospice nurse, just to give you the base of my experience. I also have a 32 year old daughter. I am going to shoot straight from the hip so you don't misunderstand me. Children will please you. She wasn't faking. She is a child and they are honest about their needs. She was trying to please you by saying she couldn't wait. Your irritation was your own issue, not hers. Narcissism Mm. is when you expect Mm. the other person to change who they are to make yourself comfortable. It actually... It's actually considered abuse to ignore the needs of another person, my friend. Mm-hmm. Urination mm-hmm. is an immediate need. Yes. yes. It's just like food and water is a need. If your child tells you you're hu- she's hungry, feed her. If she says she's tired, put her on the couch with a pillow. If she feels sick, give her soup. Why don't you have compassion for your daughter? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Are you getting enough sleep? Mm. Did the idea of a long drive home upset you? Mm. Ask yourself the questions. Getting upset at at a child is not the answer. Boom. Yeah, definitely. Crazy. What do you think of these questions or these? Uh, am I, I like the that asshole? response. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I, definitely, definitely. You know, I yeah. remember being, you know, on road trips and and you know with different people and having to pull over the side of the road for something, mm-hmm. right? Someone right. was going to throw up, someone had to, you know, whatever, you know, and you can, and you can do it. It's not ideal, but so, yeah, I, in that story, when the mother was upset that he didn't pull over, I, I, I see her point for that. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, mm. 
it's uh it's a different language the world wants to speak yes right we don't want to be codependent with each other anymore Mm-mm. and also sometimes you will I, this has happened to us my husband and i like we've gone to the rest stop and it's like we buy all the food and the drinks and it's like mm, can you stop here because you gotta go <laughs> when you gotta go so he does I, I i never have to beg for a stop because <laughs> he knows he, he knows, just knows i gotta go mm-hmm. yes. Yes. so do you have do you have time for another yeah yes, yes. okay I do. absolutely all right it's kind of long uh oh. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, is it a man? Yes. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> so am I the asshole for refusing to buy an expensive Christmas gift for my sister? Hmm. My husband and I are hosting a Christmas at our house this year, which coincides with our son's first birthday on the twenty sixth. Given that there will be quite a few people and there will also be birthday celebrations. Everyone agreed to do a secret Santa this year. When this was organized, the limit was put to a vote. Instead of a cap, we decided on a minimum spend of $50. This was probably a bad idea. (laughs) I have drawn my sister. She's 26. Some background on our relationship. It's not the best. Nothing has necessarily happened. We are just very different people, and she really does not like the way I am living my life. (laughs) She said she cannot understand why I would want to tether myself to a man or why I would bring another screaming gremlin into the world. (laughs) Needless to say, I don't like these things being said about my family, so I don't engage with her very often. To be honest, I was surprised she even wanted to come to our Christmas party anyway, but I won't turn her away as long as she can be civil and not roll her eyes when the baby fusses. Mm. Oh. Mm. (laughs) That says a lot. I know, right? (laughs) Given my very tenuous relationship with my sister, I turned to my mom, 61, for some gift ideas. I don't want to spend a fortune, but I would like to get her something she wants or enjoys. Unfortunately, it seems my mom has gone directly to my sister, and I am oh. now getting texts from my sister with ideas. gift ideas. <laughs> ideas. Oh, my God. I can see how this was already a mistake. That include exorbitantly expensive concert tickets. Oh my gosh. A hot air balloon experience. Oh my gosh. And this is not a joke. A cruise to mm. Italy. Mm. <laughs> Obviously she doesn't just want one ticket as she would then be lonely <laughs> at the concert in the balloon or on the cruise. I'm loving this sister, oh man. Oh my god. She would like two so she can take a friend. Of course. I was oh. quite frustrated at my mom for telling my sister that that I was her secret Santa and I also am now quite upset at the entitled attitude when it comes to gifts. Mm -hmm. I spoke to my mom about it, and she said that I'm being unreasonable given that I can afford this. So I should pick the cheapest one on the list, bite the bullet, hopefully mending our relationship in the process. I told my mom that this was beyond ridiculous, but she said that that money shouldn't matter when it comes (sighs) to 
family. Jeez. The mother's twisted. <laughs> the mom's the asshole. Yeah, the mom's oh, definitely. the asshole. Oh. I should use this as something to bond over. Oh wow. I was a bit ticked, so I sent my sister a message saying that her gift ideas were far too extravagant and I will get her something reasonable. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. My sister has now told the whole family oh, that I am no. not keeping the spirit of Christmas alive and she would like to boycott the celebrations. She's hosting a separate dinner at her house for anyone who doesn't want to solicize with Scrooge. Oh, wow. <laughs> Socialize. Sorry, the spelling's a little crap. <laughs> Socialize with Scrooge. And my mom is devastated that I am making her choose between her children on Christmas. Oh, Other family members are saying they don't want to get in the middle and would rather not go to either dinner. I feel like I've ruined <laughs> Christmas and my son's birthday. Nah. Am I being the asshole? Oh, Did I just buy the gift? I nope. saved the best for last. What do you think? No. Girl, just go just stay home with your family. Leave your sister out there by herself. Go take a cruise. That sister's gonna always want more. More, more, more. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. If you give in to that. Look, and mom's an enabler. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. She's toxic. Yep. Dude. It's no wonder that her sister's like that. It yes. sounds like she's taking after the mom. Yeah. yeah. And her mom has always given her whatever she wants. And now mm-hmm. she's like, look, your sister, your sister can get you this. Your sister. So that's less pressure on, on mom. Well, sister married into money or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Sister's got a good job. Oh, you can afford the trip to Italy. If my mom told me that, I would knock her over. (laughs) Oh, my God. It doesn't matter if you can afford it because that sister is always going to want everything from her. She's younger, right? She's a younger sister. Yeah, she's 26. And then um, the lady that wrote the entire thread is 28 and her husband is 33. Okay. Mm Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. She's not the asshole. I think mom and little sister are, you know, in cahoots assholes together. Right? Yeah. So yeah. they're codependent, right? Would you mm-hmm. say mom mm-hmm. and the 26 year old are codependent and they grew, they gang up on the one? Yeah. The yeah. And the rest of the family too. The rest yeah. all that business to the rest of the family. And talking about Scrooge and a different celebration. That girl, that 26-year-old is not going to have her own celebration. That's just that's just Mm-mm. hyping everything up. Well, she's not going to do this. Well, I, it's not even Christmas. It's not even mm-hmm. Christmas yet. And she's already, she's ruined the whole celebration and birthdays for other people. Right. Or, see, this is what I think. I think the 28-year-old can just have... Now, I would buy tickets to Italy for my kids and my husband, and I would just go. (laughs) And then I would send her the sister pictures from Italy. (laughs) Wish you were here. (laughs) You know, I I think what strikes me about this story is that, you know, we're not exactly sure what the financial status is of the mother and the younger sister, but they feel entitled to tell 
the older sister what she should do with her wealth. You know, maybe, right? Maybe she's investing it for her children's future and education, As and she being should, yeah. and being savvy. And the fact that that they feel like they're entitled to tell her what to do with her wealth is is uh, wow. I mean that they that's wrong. This is so wrong. Yeah. It, oh my gosh, these people and they're out there thinking that what they're doing is it's and that it's okay mm-hmm. it's it's not and because involving the entire family is that's just you know they've done this before you know it it's that family always has drama it's there's always drama about money sure and 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 also what's there's probably a lot that's not said here they may not know the full scope of the older sister's financial situation. Maybe, maybe she uh, uh, is it has the appearance of having the money, but maybe mm-hmm. there is actually some struggle there that yeah. they don't know about, and they're making these assumptions that yeah. she could afford to buy her sister a cruise. Oh my gosh, a if, cruise! If someone. $50 gift. Come on. Come on. They made a mistake with not capping it and just saying the minimum. That is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Rich yeah, people problems. Right. Yeah. They they have problems. I'm not in that tax bracket. No, me. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and, and you know what? To be honest, it seems like this whole thing was kind of designed to create this drama. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the mom was behind it. Oh, or the sister. Yeah. The or the sister. Oh, I, I know it was the mom because mm-hmm. my mom was exactly like that. Yeah. Oh. And it's called triangulation. Triangulation. Mm-hmm. Right. Triangulation. There, that's what and the mother likes. To, uh, so my mom liked that my sister and I never got along. And mm-hmm. my mom mm-hmm. would tell my sister things about me like I'm going to nursing school. I'm doing great in all my grades. I'm athletic i mean she would tell my sister things to create like a jealousy Mm -hmm. in my sister and then my sister would come to me and say well you went to nursing school to make me look stupid Uh, oh (laughs) like you did that by yourself you didn't need help i know well i didn't (laughs) say that but i said you can go to school yeah. like a dumbass. I, I just mm-hmm. thought, well, everybody can go to school. Yeah. What's so big about school? <laughs> just you know? go. It's just school. Just go. My God. <laughs> Get yourself a degree, man. That's what I said. Oh my. <laughs> the, I, yeah. That triangulation is I don't know. Is it women that that do it more? Is it moms and sisters? Um, Moms, moms have them. Look, moms have to compete with in their job market. My mom had to compete with people who Mm. were more intelligent. She worked with a lot of men. Um, She would work longer than them, come Mm -hmm. home later. And Mm. we would we were latchkey kids. Yeah. yeah, we'd yeah. come mm-hmm. home. She'd leave the door unlocked. It was not like we had anything to steal, mm-hmm. and we would go in and we would have to make our own snack, which was usually bologna and white bread. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'll be fifty-five in January. My childhood does not look like 
a lot of children's childhoods. (laughs) Mine was going across the street because I knew Petra had made homemade tortillas at lunchtime Mm. and there were some leftover refried beans and we all had tacos and it was so good with that government cheese. Oh my (laughs) God. It was so good. And it was like, did you eat? Mm -hmm. I had a taco. Yep. Mm -hmm. So good. Petra took care of all of us. That's sweet. I would mm-hmm. make zingers and coke. Oh my god! Oh, wow. <laughs> Look, my mom was at home. I, what did I know? Yeah, yeah. Oh right, yeah. I mean, last key, totally here, man. I mean, yeah. you I, get it. I get it. I had. I was, you know, basically raising my sister who was like one when I was 10 so oh yeah it's crazy they expected us to do all this free labor and and then if we didn't do things their way oh how you know how stupid can you be and it's like um I'm five (laughs) (laughs) well I'm gonna read you pooper intendant 62 that's his name Superintendent okay. 62. <laughs> not shocked weird. Uh, it says not shocked fruit weird. I don't I don't know. And Cooper Intendant 62. Mm. It says not the asshole. There's a minimum spend of $50 and no maximum spend. What? Only a ridiculous person mm-hmm. would think that means they are entitled to a thousand dollars plus in gifts. Exactly. Send those family members her Christmas her Christmas wish list and offer to trade with them. Yeah. That was my favorite. You know? Yeah. So wow. Oh my gosh. It's fun. Oh my yeah. gosh. Thank you for participating. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. I like these. these were wild situations. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. What's the holidays <laughs> coming up? But yeah, the the triangulation is, you know, I, I've seen it. I I lived it with my grandmother when I was a teenager and a little bit older and she did it. And, um, the, the other person in the triangle, oh my gosh, she would just, she was, she would get livid. And I'd be like, I, that's not my fault that you're acting like that. And and I would walk away because it's so stupid. So stupid. (laughs) Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's all yeah. delusional. Mm-hmm. And now that mm-hmm. I know what it looks like, yeah. I I literally I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. No, we don't need it. Don't need it. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Well, this was great. I'm so yeah. glad. I'm so glad. I look forward to doing it again sometime. Yes. I'm here for all of it. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Good. I'll um Astro Poet, I will yes. send you and okay. I'm gonna put the link to your TikTok and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, people need to experience your poetry. Yes. Hey, you know, my book's supposed to come out next year. I finally got my manuscript accepted. And but Woo! I'm gonna tell you, ladies, uh, uh what? my publisher is such an asshole <laughs> really is he the asshole he is the <laughs> asshole and yeah i he really he really is and yeah. can you give I, us an example yes <laughs> well you know so with with a with a book of poetry that that comes out you you usually ask like for me i would ask poets that i know that are more accomplished than me 
to read the manuscript and to write a blurb, which is usually about 75 words that will go on the website, on the back of the book, um, that's about the manuscript. And the, the publisher said, Claudine, I want the, the, the blurb writers to send them, send them directly to me as Word documents. I said, oh, absolutely. So I sent the very specific instructions to all of the blurb writers right. saying, hey, 75 word maximum. You, it's not going to be you. You're not you know, it, you can't edit it once you send it in. Um, it's going to go on as is. You have to send it in a Word document to the publisher. Bam. I was very clear on that. I mean, I'm a freaking teacher, so come on. I love it, right? Yeah. So I did not ask for this, but most of the blurb writers sent me um, what they were going to send before they sent it to him. They're like, hey, this is what I have. And, you know, most of them, I was like, I don't, I'm like, Wonderful. Send it in as a Word document, right? Yeah. Right. One person, one person sent it to me and had the title of the book wrong. Oh, wow. Okay. No. So I responded, you know, that's not the right title. It's this, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So in a message just recently to the publisher, I said, hey, you should be getting the rest of the blurbs in. Um, and I said, because he, know, I know he knows this one writer and I'm like, Steve ran, ran a draft by me and, and I know he's going to be sending it to you soon. This publisher freaked out on me. He goes, what? They're running drafts by you to edit and doctor and blah, blah, blah. He basically <laughs> attack, attacked my whole integrity. Like, oh, no. People <laughs> to, on what to write about my work and, and, and everything he said. And he refuses to use them now. Wow. Are you kidding? Does no. he have Asshole. control issues or what? Uh, yes. Oh, my God. I'm just yeah. telling you, yeah. I'm so, it, okay, I, I wrote and rewrote and wrote and rewrote a response because it took me, you know, because I was so upset and then I'm like, no, I can't do it right now. And yeah. I got like advice from people, I oh, want to do, uh, but you know that, yeah, I've, I heard that this publisher was really difficult to work with and I'm experiencing it, but it really, mm-hmm. it was, so now I'm not sure what I'm going to do yeah. because I need to have a certain number of blurbs and what sucks about it is that one of the blurbs that he's not going to use now was from the director of the creative writing program at UNC Chapel Hill. No No way. Yes. Wow. So I'm like, that is just, and he's a, he's a, runs a small press in Durham. This Mm -hmm. is, you know, that's a, and, and when I asked this guy, when I asked Ross to do it, he said, Claudine, I don't do these things, but you and I have known each other for a long time. Right. Uh, you've always supported my work, and I really want to do this for you. And now it's not going to be used. I am so no. upset. But anyways, I would be crying. Crying. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, but uh, hopefully I'll have this book out next year. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. So, but and I would, you know, and I'll be able to promote it a little bit more. But yeah. geez, this is right. a journey. <laughs> I bet. Oh my God. But I, I can share with you 
that it, it, it's either way. It's either the universe t- t- mm. sending you a message or this guy is ingenious and he's going to make your book magnificent. But mm-hmm. that's all your experience. <laughs> I, I know. Right? Is he a lesson or a blessing? Yeah, mm. right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe both. Um, <laughs> maybe both. Maybe both. Maybe both. But geez. That's oh been gosh. that's been my last twenty four hours is has yeah. been emotional you know, because it's because the misogyny is just so real. Of course, I yes. you know yeah. he's because it's what's so wild, ladies, and you know I know you all would know this is like he talked about extreme professionalism and follow instructions and being professional, but then he's not. Yeah, he, yeah. you know, just blasts me out of the water with in, in emails and I'm like what the yeah so like you can uh, feel the toxic uh, energy oh, just yeah. grab mm-hmm. you yes it's it's extreme wow. it's so it's really extreme I mean there's yeah <laughs> so but I can get through it I can get yeah. through it I do yes. need you know this will be I'm looking at it as this is this is a stepping stone once I get a first full-length book out then it's awesome then, you know, yeah. that will open up other doors yes. and hopefully more professional doors. So we'll see. And if you can do this, you can do anything. Oh, that's right. my God. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. yes, honey. Yes. You're Y'all, a goddess, is, sweetheart. So Boom. good. I can't, I can't wait to see your book. I can't Me wait to too. hear more. I want to do more of these episodes. Yeah. And it's been fun. I, you know, I, 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 I miss you guys. I've been so freaking busy with this new job here on yeah. campus that I haven't been able to do as much um, being like online and seeing stuff. But, um, but gosh, dang it. After the next week, I'm going to have a lot of time and I'm going to have a lot, a lot more listening to all of your content and awesome and everything. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, good. Well, yeah, make sure we send you the it. invitations and let you know. Yeah, yeah. Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, All everybody. Right. Peace out and word to your mom. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being the best part of the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast. The listeners of this podcast are the absolute best thing about podcasting. I'm Edith. I just want you to know I appreciate you with every ounce of my being. I show up every week. I edit, I write, and I try to produce for y'all. So I want you to know I'm truly grateful. And I know that anyone that comes on the podcast is super grateful too. So peace out. Word to your mom. If you have any questions, please let us know. The email for the podcast is n-o-m-t podcast at gmail.com.